Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Titans versus Dragons. This is an interesting game because I thought the Dragons would grind them out of it, but uh, Titans get the win. And I have to say, Jaden Campbell was the difference. He was truly the difference. Yeah, for sure. Such a good performance from him. Like without him, do they score half their points? Like I, I really don't think they do. They look like a completely new side and attack, don't they? Yeah. Like just X Factor. Yeah. And that was in the rain too. Imagine when you get on a dry track. Mate, he's... he's it just, yeah, it baffled me when he, anyway, 13 tackle breaks. Uh, breaks. That's always, when you, especially the way he does it, that's always going to bode well for your attack if you've got a fullback constantly causing that much trouble for the defence. And he's also, like, 13 tackle breaks is a good stat, but he's not the sort of guy where he'll just run over the top of you. No. He's just, he's just hard to handle. Yeah. It's funny, funny looking back on the things that you say, you know, the week prior or whatever, or for last month, the things you get so right and things you get so wrong. We've all been sitting here saying, get Jaden Campbell back in there immediately. We've also been sitting there going, she's Tyrell Sloan's worth another crack, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> and then I he know. comes in as a shocker, same game, same position. Yep. Uh, we'll get to that soon, though, I'm sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. I was, I was going to bring up the Sloan situation. Look, like, apparently he's been receiving um, abuse from fans. What I don't get is if you're a fan of the Dragons, do you really think it helps your club by making your next superstar hate the club and hate rugby league? You should be giving, you should be sending him messages of encouragement. If you want your club to improve, he's the guy that is going to do it. There's, tell me who else do you have coming through that can be in a key position and change that club? It's Tyrell Sloan. So if anyone's sending, like, I mean, I'm, it wouldn't be anyone listening to this because I hope not because, yeah, you're kidding yourself. But, yeah, Tyrell Sloan, obviously he didn't have the best game. Be patient. I think you've got to remember this guy got dropped. It was very public. His confidence would be down. This is why, in my opinion, it was a bad idea to drop him because this is what happens to some kids sometimes. They lose their confidence. They come back into a game. They make one error, and then it just snowballs. It just snowballs. You could see in that game how hesitant he looked at the line when he was taking them on, whether he'd pass, kick, run himself, whatever. It's like, no, you need to do like basically what... What Trent Robinson has done with Sammy Walker and said, mate, you're green, you're young, uh, you've got some chinks in your game, stuff, we'll work through it, back yourself. Yep. 
do the same with Tyrell Sloan. I know that's hard as a coach because you don't want these errors, but surely you've just got to back their talents and say, mate, you'll make mistakes, but yep. the good that you'll get out of it will be worth and, it. And that's what Phil Gould said at the start of the year, that he likes to look at the Dragons because they're going to play with no fear, these young guys. He's playing with fear now. Yep, because he's playing with fear that he's going to lose his spot yep. if he doesn't, and that's not that's not how it should be. And he's, and he's heard the rhetoric. He's young. Yep. He's green. He's not ready. He needs to go and work on his game. And that this is where, you know, I, I do rate Hook as a coach. I, I really do. But I, I disagree with this. I understand you've got to be brutally honest and it's all great that we're all honest and rah-rah. But certain players, young players, need cotton wool. Like they need – just, it's just a different way. Not cotton wool, but they just need to be treated differently. And they don't – that harsh kind of publicly saying he's young, there's a few things in his game he needs to work on. I don't know how that benefits him at all, publicly saying all that kind of stuff. Uh, all it does is make him think, oh, shit, like yeah. I do need to work on my game and I'm not, I'm not as good as I thought I was. And, you know, oh, sh-. and there's so many young players that come through and this kind of stuff does happen where they start to second-guess guess themselves and they start to go and they turn into a player that they, you know, aren't really that kind of player. So I think with Sloan, the, the challenge for Hook is, is, is kind of reversing that that kind of stance and going more the stance of like, you're the man, you've got your spot, you're going to be the guy for the next 10 years, we back you. If you make a mistake, don't stress about it. We've got your back. We're going to defend for you. Because the only way the Dragons have any improvement in them is if Sloan becomes that guy. And it's tough if – I'm sorry, if I'm Sloan and Hook says that to me this week, I'm going, bullshit. Yeah, I know. It's a fine I'm line. Buying that. Yeah. It's a fine line as a coach to keep their feet on the ground but without – belting him and like shooting their confidence down and making them second guess themselves yeah. like it's tough on well it, i just i thought the, the sloan one was such a public one as well mm. like it was quite it was quite public whereas like the campbell one was kind of under the radar and you wonder like is that because dragons are such a big club that it was more public or you know were they trying to was it they trying to play the media game and putting out that you know like i, I remember there's one in 360 where they were like essentially made up the fact that campbell was kicking kicking rocks in reserve grade, so they they made up that he might be doing it, and then started arguing. Well, if he's he should pull his head in, he's right, and was arguing about something that hadn't actually happened. If you know what I mean? Like they created this narrative, like he he might be kicking rocks, and then then they started arguing over how he should pull his head in and rah rah, and like I don't know, that's got to it's going to affect a young player eventually if if they you know get sent that from their mates or whatever. But yeah, with Tyrell Sloan, I think the best way forward for them as a club is just to get around him. Like, I know, I understand what you're saying, Guru, is like, it's hard for him to believe him, whatever, but like, what's the other option? Is yeah, the option no, for sure. And, and I was about to say, I, I haven't listened to the uh, the press conference, but I hope Hook did put his arm around him. Mm. Yeah, I've, I haven't listened either. Uh, but yeah, the, it's even like a Monet, like, he, he's confident, like, he's probably not playing the way he was at the start of the year. Um, so, yeah, really interesting. Really interesting to see how the Dragons pull through this because the last thing you want to do is damage your young fellas. And right now the concern is you have Sullivan, Sloan, Amone. All three of them aren't playing as good as they probably can. Sullivan hasn't had much of an opportunity. And if all of three of them aren't playing as good as they can, is it their fault or are they not being managed correctly? Yeah. And that's, that's the concern at the moment. Yeah, you know, mate, I, I wonder if... The plan was to ever play Sloan this week. I wonder if McCulloch being out forced his hand. Yeah, maybe. 
Maybe it's because uh, like it would make a lot more sense instead of pissing rain at Suncorp to bring him back. They play the dra- they play the Warriors the week after at home, then they got Canterbury. Like it would have made more. I I would have thought, but maybe his hand was forced maybe, with McCullough yeah. being ruled I mean, out. It's interesting because he he went back to New South Wales Cup and was killing it. What 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 do you reckon he does tomorrow? Then he's got to name a team tomorrow. If oh, absolutely been, sticks with him. Yeah, okay. absolutely sticks with him. If he drops him, it'd be the worst thing to do would drop him. It would kill his yeah. confidence. <clears throat> it would annihilate his confidence if he goes back and gets dropped again. I think he, like the like what, what what I couldn't understand about the Sloan dropping and the Moan dropping is they didn't improve as a side. So what like the, the idea that they needed to go and work on things and that that's what was affecting the first grade side was statistically and factually incorrect because they got dropped or put to the bench and then dropped. They, the Dragons did not improve as a side. So they, it wasn't their shortcomings that was hurting the Dragons and or whatever. Um, and so I think that he has to stick with him. Like, if he wants... Yeah, because the thing is, like, okay, you, you drop him and you replace him again, you're just back where you were last week, which is, you know, struggling. Um, you know, so... Look, they're, like, the crazy thing is, like, the Dragons are sitting 12th now. Like, fuck. They lose next week and they could be genuinely sitting 13th or 14th, mm. which is crazy because they were actually my Smokies to, um, you know, make the eight. They're playing the Warriors, though, so this is actually the perfect game for Sloan and Moan to get their confidence back. Um, yeah, I think they select them. I really do. Speaking of confidence in younger players... He's been around for long enough now that he's probably not in the, in the younger player bracket, a bit harsh, but Zaki Lomax, that penalty, 15 to go yeah. from the sideline, bad side, just put his hand up. and They would have said to him, do you want to take it, mate, or do we tap? Fucking oath, I want to take it. Yeah. And just nailed it. How yeah. good, like, confidence to take it and then just clutch as they come. And it's also one of those kicks that, from the position he had to kick it from, it was, it was going to be tough to kick it dead. So it, it was yeah. it was huge risk on it. If he misses and it doesn't oh. go dead, all of a sudden you've lost possession. Mm. All right, it, it was a huge punt, huge kick. Fuck, just, you hit it with some confidence. Just quickly back on the Sloan thing. Absolutely, like you know, you miss four tackles or whatever. But when you read his stats, he still ran for 182 meters, had three tackle breaks, two offloads, 54 post contact. He only had two errors. You know what I mean? Like we were talking about Selwyn, Selwyn a mm. few weeks ago. He had 11 errors in two weeks. So Sloan obviously wasn't his best performances, but performance. But if I'm Hawk, I'm I'm sitting down with Sloan and going, mate, like, have a look. You, you actually ran for the second most meters of anyone in our side. Um, you know, yeah, yes, you know, there were a couple errors or whatever, but don't fixate on that. Like, you did some good things as well. So, um, hopefully, you can bounce back. Uh, outside of that, with the with the uh, the Dragons, it was just one of those games where. I just, it seems like a cliche, but it seemed like the Titans wanted it just a little bit more. Just their energy, shooting out of the line, wanting to put hits on. Um, they were quite aggressive, especially Tino through the middle there. I thought he was really aggressive. Um, I don't know where to put the Dragons anymore. I don't know, I don't know what kind of side they are. They, they just, for a side that you would have thought had that consistency going into this year, because that's what Hook does bring. They kind of just lack a little bit of that consistency. Well, when you consider, and you know, you've said it for a few weeks, when you consider the side that the Dragons have built, you know, the squad they built where they're going to be a gritty side, a wet game, 
against a team that is very inexperienced and very young. Like this was, this should have been the Dragons bread and, bread and butter, butter game. Yeah, yeah. like if, if this is perfect scenario yeah. for them. If you could recruit a team to win a wet gritty game, it's literally this Dragon side. They're all tough as fuck. They go all day. They're going to grind a win out. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not really sure what direction the, the Dragons take at the moment. I don't know. I don't know. Like, what's their ceiling? You know. I think. People may have gotten ahead of themselves a little bit with this Dragon side on the back of the ages of your Amones, your Sloanes, uh, O'Sullivan's, all these blokes. The future is so bright for all these guys and the team, but you know we're talking three guys, albeit sort of two starting at the moment, yeah. in key spine positions. So maybe it's a case of, all right, let's just like take a breath and go even if we don't necessarily play it, make the top eight this season, but building towards next year when these blokes have, and it's where we're saying stick with Tyrus Sloan, stick with Talatella Monet, get games under their belt, because come round one next year, they've all of a sudden got a full season of NRL under their belts. They are the future of the club, um, but I, I don't think it's going to come as soon as people have probably hoped. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. I also agree with the, they should have probably stuck with the Monet and Sloan from the get-go. I think that if they had stuck with Sloan, from the get, Sona Monet from the get go, I think that the team's probably in a better position now than what they currently are because at the moment now they're caught in between two worlds. Mm. They're caught in between: do we put Moses Mbai back there? Do we bring Jack Bird into the six and grind out maybe a top eight finish? Like we can hope for it, or do we just go? You know what? Let's build this year and go into next year because Hook is re-signed for next year, um, so it's not like he has to worry about. I personally think like the the short term pain that you put off by having a moan and slowing out of the team to bring your experience in, you're still going to have to go through that pain at some point yeah, now. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah, look, so the, the, as you said, the promising thing for the – I don't know what direction they go in this year. That's where I'm a bit muff, like bit puzzled at. Like what is the direction this year? Is it, you know what, let's put aside the eight for now. If we make it, that's great. Obviously still, you know, try to make it. Or do we go, we're doing anything we can to make the eight this year? It's a very – I, I felt like at the start of the year that it was very clear the direction was we have youth in spine, let's follow that youth all the way till the end of the year. Now it seems like we're in that real bit of a, a weird mix. I'm not sure what the answer is. I, I sort of feel like in order for them to make that, they're going to have to back these young guys in. Yeah. I personally don't think Jack Bird at six and buy at fullback is going to make you a top eight team anyway. Yeah, fair. That's fair. And you touched on it before. It's like, all right, do we want to scrape into the eight with some gritty wins and get knocked out first week of finals footy by 40 points? Or do we want to invest in the youth and potentially scrape into finals, but with Talatau Amon, with Tyrus Lane, these boats who can put points on and shake up any team in the competition or going to plan and potentially cause a boil over week on of finals. And, yeah. and I think that's the route they'll take, albeit at the risk of, all right, maybe we don't play finals footy this season, but round one next year, we're ready to go. You touched on uh, Hook there being signed for next year as well like you can imagine if he wasn't signed for next year and I know that's not the be all, all and end all with contracts as we're seeing with Barrett but if he was only contract of this year he'd take the safe approach and try grind to the top eight but hopefully he has the backing that he can go invest in the youth aim primarily for next year uh, but we'll see which way he goes won't we yeah I, I don't I just don't see like what is the benefit of not doing that like, what do you gain? Like, we're, we're, you're not going to... If you do a grindy, gritty win, as you said, Guru, you've got to put them in eventually. Yeah. They've got to be put in eventually. Um, yeah, so, look, interesting time for the Dragons. As we just said, though, the positive is you've got these young throbbers in key positions. That's something that a lot of clubs 
are so desperate for. So desperate for. Um, Titans. Look, great gritty win. Fucking good on them. Good on them. They weren't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But I think Campbell in the side, they, they, the only way they make the eight this year is honestly if Campbell is in that side killing it. I can't – without Campbell in that side, I don't know how they make the eight, to be honest. I think both these teams are in a very similar spot. You have to back in your young talent. Yeah. Just back them in. You, you might not be a top eight side, but if you are going to be a top eight side, it's because you've got the very best out of mm. those guys. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And what's what's weird is like you, you could actually argue the Dragons are in a better position because they have Ben Hunt at seven to guide the six. On paper, they're not in a terrible spot to have young guys in. You've got yeah. an experienced nine in McCulloch. You've got an experienced seven. you got you got a hard-nosed forward pack. Like, it's really, unless you're at the Melbourne Storm, the Penrith Panthers, the Sydney Roosters, there's probably not a better spot to bring these guys in, I don't think. Literally. Yeah, you're, you're totally right. You're totally right. No, I, I, um, as I said, like I feel like they're actually probably in a better spot to like, be backing you. If you swap you. the halfbacks and Toby Sexton's at the Dragons, I'm going, oh, okay, maybe we don't have that yeah. many young heads. Yeah. Well, it's like what happened to the Raiders where we thought, look, I think you put too many young guys in at once. You bring in Frawley and now Frawley's fucking, he's the next Joey at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Frawley's the next fucking Joey. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It, do you think it's a little bit mismanagement from Hook? I think so, but I... He sees so, things that we don't see. Mate, there's so many things yeah. that Hook does that I just go, what planet are you living on? Mm. But then three months later, I'm like, oh, okay. I kind of get I it I get now. what he was doing now. It made yeah. no sense to me. And it still kind of doesn't, mm. but it worked. Yeah. Like, you, you, you know better than me, but I just don't. Yeah, don't even understand. when I was at the Broncos, there were some decisions that I was like, it really did surprise me. But he does... I know he hasn't won a premiership, but he kind of has the run-ons on the board. Like, he got the Panthers to top four... The Broncos, we saw how hard that is to take over that job. Like, mm. outside of Wayne, you know, Ivan had success in that first year. I think he just struggled with the senior players. Outside of like, Hook did pretty good with that squad. And, and also, he, has, he assembled a lot of the squad that ended up going on to play grand final for the Broncos. And you look at the Penrith. He was a part of a lot of that as well. You know, I think, he, I think Hook unfairly doesn't get talked about enough in assembling a lot of those young Penrith Panthers guys together. And okay. exactly what you just said then, I do it all the time. Say, oh, he hasn't won a comp. Fuck, it's hard to win a comp. Who has won <laughs> yeah. a fucking comp? Good God. Yeah. There's what, four, five, current maximum coaches? six coaches that have won a comp? I was going to say, um, winning percentage at Penrith was actually 58.3%. That's great. Like, yeah, and also that's with it. That's, he didn't walk into a fucking world-beating side. It was just a solid, you know... Six to ten sides. Well, he essentially had Peter Wallace, who no one really wanted. Jamie Soward, the Dragons didn't want. A heap of young guys. Didn't he hadn't had a hooker like a you know an elite hooker at all really at the Panthers. Panthers. Uh, Matt Moylan was like twenty three and he was the captain. Yeah. So so that's the thing with Hook. Like although I disagree, like for example, I disagree with the Sloan immediately when he got dropped. I disagree with that, and I think we all disagree yeah. with it. But he does have ev- – you've got evidence to prove that he can get the job done. So, you know, maybe he, maybe he is making the right course and we're going to see the dividends be paid later. Absolutely. You know, maybe, maybe, okay, Sloan came back, he didn't play that great, but maybe being dropped to reserve grade, he comes out next week and he appreciates how lucky he is to have the first grade jersey. But you, know, you never know. Yeah. That, could, that could be the, the case. And maybe Hook putting him through this kind of tough period makes him a stronger player. We, we just don't know, but um, – yeah, interesting time of the Dragons. Again, the positive is, though, when you look at that roster, there's a lot of potential there, a lot of potential. And we have to give credit, Ben Hunt's playing arguably career best, if not career best, the closest he's been to career best uh, since the Broncos under Hook. 
I think Moses Sewell is playing career best footy yep, as well. That's, and that's, so that's the, for every for the couple of losses or the incorrect calls that we believe Hook's made, we have to look at the positives too. Yep. Sewell is playing out fucking rageously good. Zach Lomax is killing it. Benny Hunt is killing it. Uh, Josh McGuire has come back and playing some really good footy. Andrew McCulloch has been solid. So there's been some wins there. There's been some wins there. It's just about the points on the board, obviously. Uh, sorry, back to the Titans. I thought Sexton looked a different man. He, you know, he was more confident. He was kicking in certain areas. I actually think putting Brimo in the halves with Sexton gives Sexton more confidence. confidence. I think Brimo gives him a lot of just just get, Brimo backs him. He's a very um, infectious kind of character. He's very upbeat, positive, and I, I thought Sexton was really good on the weekend. Yeah, I I think Toby needed that one. Yeah, for for sure. And for sure. Brimo at six takes a lot of pressure to create off Sexton. Mm. Um, you know, he can focus on getting the team around the park, which is so important for the Titans at the moment due to a lack of experience. So uh, he does it. And, you know, we saw at the start of the season with Jaden Campbell at fullback, Brimo in the halves with Sexton. They were getting results. So Campbell back in now, Brimo back in the halves. I think we've touched on, I think we'd all, or I'd personally prefer Brimo. At, I think he's a better fullback, mm. but in this Titans outfit, in the halves, they're playing better footy. Uh, interesting to see now that Campbell's come in and gone whack, this is what you've been missing out on, on top of the foreign news, uh, how Sexton responds over the next month. Because all of a sudden, like how quickly things change oh. to, you know, we've invested in you now to going, shit, like if Jaden continues this form, there's not a spot for me really. Literally. Year, well, so. that's, I mean, I said last week, it's actually, it's not Campbell or Brimo's position that's under pressure. Mm. It's Sexton's, in my opinion. And I think, I think the weekend bear that out. I think Foran is actually going to be putting pressure on Sexton um, to keep that half role. But I do think that if Sexton has to go back and play reserve grade for another year, although he will be, you know, Devo, you know, absolutely wants to play first grade, it may not be the worst thing for his development. You know, he's still 22 or so years old. Let's say by the time he comes back into first grade, he's 23 and a half years old and he's got a whole year and a half under Foran. That Campbell's another couple of years older. Brimo's another couple fine. of years older. I think it's fine. Also, Foles and Brimo also not uh, not don't, don't shy away from injuries too often. To be fair, so yeah, yeah he'll yeah. get his chances. He'll even, get his so. absolutely. And also, look, if he plays great, he keeps his spot. Like in yep. Campbell, you know, it's going to be hard to get Campbell out of that fucking position. Like, Jesus Christ, he was so fucking outrageously good. Like I cannot express to you how hard that try is to score that they scored from Campbell's footwork. To put an in and away on at full speed against Ben Hunt, one of the best seven defenders in the comp, to make Ben literally grasp it there. (laughs) So much so that if Campbell kept running, he might have even scored himself. Like, it was just incredible. It's in the wet after 88 minutes. After 88 minutes, whack, whack. People Usually it's one way. Not You don't do both. It's one way or the other with a step like that. Um, and only blokes as light as him can do something like that. So, mate, he is special, special kid. Speaking of blokes, not as light as him. That try from Jared Wallace. The big fella. That was huge. That's probably I the play was, of his career. Mate, I, I was always a bit surprised that Wallace got dropped because I just thought he brought such consistency to the front row. And I know that... Uh, yeah, I know sometimes with Wallace, you can look at him and be like, does he have the explosiveness and all that extra stuff? But I think if the Titans were missing anything, it was a big yeah. front rower. You need a mix. That just yeah. got through his work. Him and Moe coming out and playing the first whatever minutes, like I think that's a great front row rotation. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the last... 
couple of years, we've seen fullbacks change, like the defensive structure, particularly on the line, has changed so much with them defending in the line at that A marker spot. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We're seeing so many tries like barge overs like Jared Wallace. Is like we're seeing a lot of hookers go through. And I reckon nine times out of ten that they happen it's because there's a little fullback in the line. So that was straight through. Granted, he wasn't the only one at fault, but through Tyrell Sloan. Mm. Uh, there was a couple of others over the weekend, just barge overs. It's not much. If, there's, a, there's not much you can do. You've got a front rower on it, runner, you like no. that, or even a back rower, that no, close to the line. No, there's yeah. not. But it's just like the amount of times that these little fullbacks at the A marker get run through. Oh. If you're a, a solid sort of – all the dummy halves are solid in the game. If they look up and see them there and there's a half-quick play the ball, you're going every time because, geez, they've got to do a lot to stop you. Where is yep. – when the fullbacks used to sort of slide out the back of the defensive line, even on their own line, mm. there were bigger bodies there that just didn't happen as often. Yeah. Um, so, mate, yeah, it's a great, great try from Wallace, and just a great victory from the Titans. They they desperately needed this. It was grindy, it was gritty. They completed at eighty one percent, you know, compared to a seventy eight percent from the Dragons. Uh, just a great victory for the club and it's going to give Sexton so much confidence you know he kicked for 544 meters I think that's probably the most he's kicked all year I think um if not it's definitely up there uh made 23 tackles only missed three which is pretty solid for a half Brimo 24 tackles only missed one um just yeah look Isaac uh um Isaac Liu 33 tackles zero miss Uh, I thought Tino Fasua Ma'alawi was uh he was nearly in my team of the week Talk about an inspirational captain. We have to remember this guy is twenty one or twenty two years old, like he, and yet he plays like a grizzled veteran. Just on Sexton, yeah, significantly more than he's kicked this year. The, yeah. the next is four oh eight. Yeah, so like that's what you want from him. You want him kicking his dick off, so Brimo doesn't have to do it. Get those meters, turn the big boys around, and his most forced dropouts for the year with four. As yeah, well. nice. it just mate, it just shows you if your kicking game is off. You basically can't win a game footy. Whereas if your kicking game is switched on, it can change everything. Cleary's a perfect example of that. Brisbane. Yeah, fuck me. Yeah. They're like a different well, side. They are. It's because they've got a, a premier... Ki- and the, the difference between a really good kicking game and a premier kicking game, it shouldn't be much, but yeah. it is... It's a world. It honestly is a world away. And then, and then there's another little step up to a Cleary kicking game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's very good premier, and that's like... Yes, Moses, your Reynolds, and then there's another little step, and it's clear. And the difference between good and Premier isn't kicking into the third row of the grandstand. It's a metre and a half. Yeah, literally. literally. And it's a shit kick. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, look, great win. Great win. Uh, Corey Thompson. Fuck, I, I like Corey Thompson as a player. Mate, he's probably going to be the mo- one, of the, one of the most, not one of the most, but a very unlucky player that, could, that would have played Origin last year if um, he didn't get injured because he was playing great last year. Whereas now with, you know, Oates back in the frame, Selwyn there, you've got Coates as well, you've got Tulangi. It's going to be very tough for him to, to get that origin jersey. But I, f- I just – he's just constantly working in a constant threat. Like every time he carries a ball, he must be a nightmare for defence. 
Why do they keep dropping him? Oh, mate, you know what it is? You cannot tell me he's not in the best mate, back five. You know what it is? It's because he's a small winger. Oh. They, they can't get past their head. Like, if he was six foot three and putting the exact same stats up, guarantee he never gets dropped. But because he's a small winger, they can't get out of their head that he's a small winger. And yet, you look at his stats, it's a million tackle breaks, it's 160 plus metres, it's very little errors. It's just, yeah, it's because he's a small winger. I, I couldn't believe the Tigers let him go, even yeah. before he got yeah. to the Tigers. Yeah, he, I think, just... Didn't he win, like, player of the, player's player or I mean, some shit? Like, the, the, the t- like we, we, we've been complimenting Luke Garner for the last three weeks because he's doing well at centre. Mm. Mm. Why wouldn't you just keep Corey Thompson around the place? He yeah. came back from England to the Dogs, I believe, or something like the other way around, and he was fantastic at the Bulldogs for a few years there. They let go of him there as well. Everywhere he goes, it's like... What are we missing here? Because I think, and I, 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 I'm with you. I think it's, it's because there's like small little white dude. Nah, yeah, mate. I'm, last year he was busting tackles like 10, 15 a game. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm telling um, you, it's because he's a small winger, and it just people just have it in their head. Like they just they want big wingers. They yeah. just want big wingers. That's just really the only reason. Because when you look at his body of work and he starts, you go, why would a player like that who's not going to break the bank? He's not going to be super expensive like those other big wingers. Like if you get a six foot three winger that's doing this kind of stuff. He's on. He breaks the bank. He's too expensive. But it's funny at the same time. Whenever you compliment Corey Thompson, no one pulls you up on it. No, yeah, it's like everyone's no. aware of it, but no one wants to be. Aware. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> bizarre, mate. It is bizarre, and he's been consistent literally for four or five years. Like very rarely will he have a, a shocker across numerous inconsistent clubs. Yeah, yeah, mate. Huge, huge fan. Um, who else played really well? Uh, you know, congratulations to Saka getting that match winner. That was a great finish. A really, really good finish. Uh, Brimo, a try, a try assist. So look, mate, be be excited, uh, Titans fan. If this, if there is a victory that can turn things around, like some may say, oh, it's only Dragons. Dragons aren't an easy beat. Like they really aren't an easy beat. So congratulations to and, the Titans. And I said before that this was perfect for the Dragons. This was probably worst case scenario mm. for the Titans. You're yeah. playing a grindy team. It's wet. Your kicking game is going to be super important. You don't have a half. They can go overseas and buy himself a beer at the moment. Like, to be able to win this game, I thought it was incredibly... And the bright lights of Magic Round, really good win. Yeah, and from the first whistle, you could see a difference in the body language of the Titans. Like, you could see that it meant a lot to them, and that's what you want a reaction. Um, and where are they? So they currently sit... So the, the, the tough thing is, though, they're still fucking 13th. Mm. But if they win, and then, you know, either the... Raiders, Warriors, Dragons lose. They drop. They they push up into that ninth to twelfth spot. This year is for me anyway. It's always been about development. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Agreed. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 